Do you ever feel like you've been gifted with this incredible ambition? Like you have clarity as to where you're going. You are so fired up and inspired by the work you're doing, but you don't have the physical energy to match. I can so relate to this. And this podcast episode is being created out of my own experience, some experiences of my team members, my clients. It's so common right now in today's world with all the pressures and all the exposures and all the things we're walking through to be so drained, to not have energy, to be walking through health struggles. So today we're talking about some strategies to support you in your times of low energy and what to do and what to avoid and a perspective shift that might just be the answer you've been looking for. You don't have to fight through the exhaustion. You don't need another cup of coffee. You need this. And I'm going to tell you what that is. So let's get to it. Hey, you're listening to the Luminary Leadership Podcast, and I'm your host, Liz. This is the space where we equip overwhelmed entrepreneurs to become the confident, visionary leader their business, team, family, legacy need to win. After working with countless entrepreneurs over the last decade plus, I've noticed this theme. No matter the level of success they achieved, and I've worked with some incredibly successful business owners, they get to this point where they're asking, now what? You know, what am I being called to next? What does next look like? How do I get there? If you're listening to this, you get it. You're craving more impact and you want to feel less frantic and in the weeds of your day-to-day roles and instead lead with that vision and that peace and that intention and that clarity. You want to wake up each morning with that clarity and vision and the time and the margin to do what you love in your business and in your life with your family. This show is where industry leaders come to grow into their next level of achievement and purpose and impact and legacy, success in business and true legacy at home. Get ready because we both know you don't just need another strategy. It is time for your breakthrough. One of my amazing team members sent me a voice text this morning and it really hit home because, oh gosh, I could just feel what she was saying because I've walked through it. I'm walking through it. She sent me this voice memo and she was like, do you ever just feel so freaking frustrated? Like I am so excited to wake up in the morning and I'm so passionate about the work we're doing, but I'm so tired. And I feel like there are some days that I just can't physically do it. Like my brain isn't even working. Sometimes I feel like mush, but I know what I'm called to. I know what I want to do here. And that was her voice text. So if you followed along for the last four years or so, you know that I can relate really deeply to her words. And that's been one of my greatest battles and focuses for several years now and probably my greatest financial and time investment. And that's been optimizing my health. So today I want to share some strategies, uh, things to consider, places to start, new ways of viewing the seemingly, you know, uphill battle you might be facing that I think will relieve some of your burden and give you permission to maybe do things a little differently and also hopefully to gain back some energy. I knew I was on the brink of a spiral recently because I started to notice myself looking for ways things could go wrong. Do you ever get into that mode where it's almost like you start to attract crap, like you wake up in the morning, you stub your toe, and now the rest of your day is down the tubes because it's almost like you're looking for the next thing to go wrong. 
And it was one of those days I was sitting in front of my computer screen and I felt like I was going cross-eyed and I had this whiteboard mapped out of all these things that I am so fired up to do. I can hardly even put words. I'm so clear. I know this is the work I'm supposed to do. And we're coming down the home stretch of launching some incredible programs that are going to be so life-altering for so many of you. But when it came to actually producing, I felt like my brain was just powering down. What I used to do when that would happen would be to grit my way through it, to keep staring cross-eyed at the computer screen and type out five words per minute and just do in three hours what normally would take me three minutes because I had to get the work done. I have since learned, and this is one of the things I will walk you through today, that that does not serve me, it does not serve the mission, it does not serve my healing, and it doesn't ultimately get me the result I want anyway. So that's when I hit pause on everything that day and I stopped trying to claw myself out of the hole and I threw up some SOS signals. Closed my laptop, Went and curled up in a ball in my closet because that's the space in my house where there are two sets of locked doors between me and everybody else. And I crashed onto the floor and it was just a moment of defeat. So I knew in my mind that I couldn't keep pushing my way through it, but I also knew I needed help. And I get so frustrated in those moments because like I said, I've got it all mapped out right in front of me. I know what I need to do. I'm inspired by what I need to do, but why won't my body show up for the party? Why can't my brain be alert enough? It almost feels like between my brain and my, this is going to sound really weird. Maybe you can relate. Maybe you can't. Maybe I'm crazy. It feels like between my brain and my skull, like my brain has been saran wrapped. Like the signals can't get out. Like that's, it's just mushy. And I'm pleading with God in this humbling moment on the floor, which it was certainly not my first time there. Asking things like, why why do I feel like I'm under attack? Why can't I come up for air? Why do I, why does this keep happening to me? You know, what do I need to do to turn this around? What is the answer? I've tried so many health protocols. I've tried all the things it feels like, and it feels like nothing's fully working. And asking him too, like, what are you doing with me? What is the message here? Is it just dumb luck that I happen to be super excited about the work I'm doing, but I've just got this broken body. I'm saying yes to the mission that you've placed on my heart. Why aren't you clearing a path for me? And I heard it, I'm telling you, as clear as day, this is the path for you. This is the path for you. And it was like a calm came over me and I sat with that and I'm thinking, okay, wait a minute, all this crap that's going on, it's supposed to be there. Like it's designed for me. I'm not supposed to have this next level ambition and this next level body that's ready to deliver in tandem and like just conquer the world because I could be way faster if I had that. I could be way more efficient. I could change more lives. I could do more work. I could make more happen. And this is where I usually pull out my journal and I start writing what I'm hearing. And by hearing, just for clarity around anyone that gets frustrated when they hear they hear someone say that, oh, I heard God talk to me, I don't hear like a voice. It's just like a knowing. I just sit and, and I can tell that the thoughts are coming from him because they're calmer and, and steady and it's just a knowing. So my questions were, you know, why? Don't you want me to be able to do this? Like I could go faster if my body had the energy and my team was in a state of flow and you know, I wasn't facing all these struggles. 
So I pull up my journal and I just start writing what's coming to me. And it was so clear. I'm not asking you to go faster. I'm preparing you. Every struggle is shining a light on the gaps that you need to fill, the ways that you need to grow, the ways that you are not ready yet for what you're working towards so that you can become who you need to be to carry out this mission. Sometimes when we want fast, we are given the roadblocks, which is not how we see it. To us, it's like, oh, this is a frustration. But we are gifted those roadblocks to slow us down and make us better drivers so we don't just get to our destination faster, but so that we actually arrive and we arrive prepared. We are cultivated in those moments. We are crafted into who we need to be in order to live out our mission on the other side of that thing. Okay. So today's conversation is equal parts, perspectives like that, but actually tangible things. What I'm doing, how I'm unearthing the root cause of my symptoms, I guess you'd say, debilitating, exhaustion, brain fog, all those things that I've been walking through. And it is getting better. I mean, when I think back on, it's hard to remember too, that I am making progress because it's all relative. I feel what I feel. But when I think back to how I felt two years ago, I mean, I was bedridden a lot of it. So I'm leaps and bounds beyond. There was no like recording multiple podcasts in a day. I'd record an intro, go sleep for a few hours, go record a few more minutes, sleep. And like by the end of an entire day, I'd record one. So I'm leaps and bounds beyond where I was. And I have to remember that. I'll start by putting the disclaimer on it too. This is not medical advice. This is a wake up call for you to advocate for yourself and do your own digging. And no one's coming to save you. No doctor is going to uh, care as much as you should care. You have to figure out what is right for you. And I'm just telling you, what has worked for me and what hasn't worked for me and take it for what it's worth. And one of the biggest things that you'll hear me say over and over in this episode is you have to figure it out for you. You know, one of the common things I get on social media a lot, because I'll share, you know, what protocols I'm doing and all this stuff and people do, what supplements are you taking? It doesn't matter what supplements I'm taking. Okay. The supplements that work for me might actually be a detriment to you. Because you have to personalize this process. Stop looking for the shortcut. And we'll talk about that today. So step one is getting under the hood. Figuring it out. Do not wait to be told. You have to make this a priority. You are someone who feels called to really big things in your life. And if you were trying to operate from a broken machine, it's going to be a lot harder. It's not to say you won't face health struggles, that you'll optimize it and you'll never have to go back. And no, I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying that It has to be a continual priority that you honor your health. On the wall in our dining room, one of our core priorities as a family, one of our core values is health. And we define that by honoring the one body that we've been given and fueling it appropriately for the work that we feel called to do. And that's something that we have to remind ourselves. And it sits by the dining room table because in many ways that has to do with the food you're eating or the drinks you're drinking or what you're not eating. And so we're going to get to all of that. You will spend so much time obsessively studying how to grow your email list, how to optimize your social media, how to sell more, but you will not read about what might be causing your physical suffering, which is ultimately the hindrance of growing your email list, seeing more leverage on social, selling more, because it's all going through the filter of you. So it has to come first. If you are struggling, my first piece of advice, well, again, this is not medical advice, my first thought on this is if you were going to a traditional 
Western doctor, like a primary care, and they're running a standard blood panel, and it comes back, and they're like, you're fine, and you go home, and you feel like shit. You're not fine. Those standard panels are garbage. Primary cares are great if you need a prescription for something or if they actually have the the knowledge outside of just the little bubble that they've learned within to really pour into you and get to know you and to look at all the factors. What are your what are the stressors in your life? Do you have any traumas that are causing, you know, physical ailments to manifest in your body? What are you eating? How are you fueling yourself? How much sleep are you getting? If they're not looking at all those factors, they're looking at one little thing and it's not going to get to the root of anything. It's gonna, They're going to slap a Band-Aid and you're going to keep suffering. This has to come first. You have to be so passionate about this. And because I've walked through this for a while now, it has taken precedent over so many of the other things that I want to put my energy into, but I know that I can't fully show up for those things until I'm functioning. So maybe your, your symptoms aren't that bad. Maybe you're just like tired a lot, you know, and that's not the end of the world, but you're sick of feeling that way. You got to figure it out and you got to figure it out in a comprehensive way. So the things that I've done, again, these are just sharing different things. I have worked with functional integrative medicine doctors who look at the whole picture, the whole person, all the factors, and they want to get to the root. They don't want a Band-Aid. They want to support you in healing. And in that process, some of the tests that have been very helpful are the Dutch test, which is a hormone test. And this is a piece that's missing from the puzzle for, from a lot of professionals that are not looking at that, that portion. But your hormones affect everything, how your brain works, how you feel, your energy levels, your libido, like all these things are coming down to your hormones, but they're not being fully checked. So the Dutch test is a great test. A neurotransmitter test was also re- very revealing. I, <laughs> It was very insightful to see how little my brain was working and why it felt like my brain was in a vice all the time because I had actual hormones that weren't being released or were, were being released too much. And I, I was feeling the symptoms of that. I also have done hair analysis tests, which is great because it's going to look at the tissue, not just what's happening in this current moment, but it's giving you a history of what's been going on. Do you have heavy metals in your system that you need to get out? Because those are neurotoxins that can cause all different kinds of symptoms. Are you Have you been exposed to mold and, and that's causing a lot of issue? Do you have Lyme? So getting a functional panel blood test that's very specific and not looking not a waste of money panel that just your insurance covers. Unfortunately, a lot of stuff is out of pocket, but to me it's worth it. So I'm just sharing what has worked. The second thing is advocating. So when you uh, here's the frustrating part. I'm a solution-oriented person. I want to do something. I want to go all in. I'm willing to sacrifice I'm willing to put in the effort, time, money, and I want it to work. And when it doesn't fully work, it's easy to be like, oh, this just doesn't work for me and I'm giving up. You have to be your own advocate. You have to be willing to pay attention and say, this is working for me, but this isn't working for me. Okay, can we try this? If your doctor suggests one panel and you've learned about another and you heard about me say the Dutch test, be like, hey, I want you to order me a Dutch test. You have to be willing to speak up and bring your own desires and realities to the table and not give up just when one thing doesn't work. I can't tell you how many things I've tried, but it's been the piecing together and the test and the trial of all these things that is leading to my healing. 
which leads into the next thing, which is stop taking shortcuts. Stop taking shortcuts. Stop doing something for a season. I like the idea of things like 75 hard, right? Where you give up drinking for 75 days and you really master your workouts and all that. One, maybe that's not what your body needs. And two, what happens after day 75? You know, don't, don't do the, the gut cleanse for a few weeks so that you lose the bloat and then go right back to what you were doing before and, and bring yourself through this vicious cycle again. This has to be a way of life. This has to be a choice for the long term. Healing is not a temporary thing. It's not something that you do and then move on from. It's something that you choose over and over and over again so that you can optimize your body and your brain and the potential of what you're working towards. Because all of this is rooted and connected to your mission. It's frustrating to me that my mission isn't being carried out as fast as it could be because I have to walk through this. But I'm willing to make those sacrifices knowing that as I enhance and grow and get better and heal and have more energy and can show up better for my people, it directly affects that mission. So no more Band-Aids, no more quick fixes. And just a little hint, (laughs) if you're taking a multivitamin or supplements from like CVS, I can almost guarantee they should be thrown in the garbage. Again, you're going to want to talk to a functional or an integrative medicine or a holistic doctor to get a better sense of what that looks like. But a lot of times those are shortcuts. Those are marketed well and they do nothing for healing. They do nothing for your body. And in many ways, sometimes they're more detrimental than they are good and can be leading leading to and aggravating some of your symptoms. Another shortcut I see people taking is caffeine. Oh, this is a tough one because you're so tired and you need caffeine to function. There are, I have clients who, if they did not have caffeine in their system, they literally would not be able to get their work done. But it is a Band-Aid. It is not addressing the root cause and it's probably aggravating the actual problem. If you are exhausted all the time, your adrenals are probably taxed or there's something in your body that's not getting what it needs and caffeine might be depleting you of the nutrients or the vitality that you're looking for. So unless you're willing to do the tough things, which sometimes might mean detoxing caffeine, giving your body a break and figuring out what's actually causing the problem instead of just, you know, giving yourself that temporary high that ultimately leads to an even bigger crash This is going to be a vicious cycle that you stay in for a long time. What has really helped me is over time developing my health team, people I trust, people that do look at me holistically, chiropractor, functional medicine doctor, uh, an integrative medicine doctor, a holistic nutritionist, an acupuncturist, a massage therapist, like people who are working in tandem to support me. And to help me figure out where things are coming from. For example, you know, my integrative doc might say, okay, we're going to start flushing out some of these heavy metals, but they can get trapped in your system. And my functional medicine doctor runs a DNA panel and he says, hey, you're prone to storing toxins in your tissues, which leads to more exacerbated symptoms. So you might do the good things to flush these toxins out, but they don't ultimately escape your body because of your DNA is, has a propensity to keep it and recycle it so you feel worse. So you sometimes you do good things, but you don't feel better. 
And that's frustrating. So then they might say, okay, you need a massage therapist that's going to do lymphatic drainage to help you drain it out. So it's, there is so much to consider. And I know this can be overwhelming for people. And sometimes your, your issues might not have anything to do with mine, right? You might not have the level of depth of, of healing that needs to happen. It might be you're just taxed from caffeine. It might just be you have too many stressors and you need to do more deep breathing and flood your brain with some oxygen and to get the stress out of your body. There's so many different realities and you have to figure out what that is for you. I cannot tell you and you need to seek out the advice of those that you can trust to start to heal and start to feel better. But just thinking it's a season or it will just go away is such a lie. It will probably get worse if you keep doing more of the same things that might be causing the issue in the first place. So develop your health team and it can take time, but you want to be supporting all parts of you. Your mind, because guess what? Your mind controls your body and then your body keeps the score. So when you're being hit with stress after stress after stress and you're not getting that out of your body and you're not addressing it, maybe you need a therapist to help you work through past traumas. All that stuff lives literally and physically and measurably in your body and can lead to disease and sickness and symptoms that can be really debilitating or or at the very least really annoying. Another big piece, and this is huge for entrepreneurs, especially entrepreneurial parents, because you have the exciting job of juggling all the things in your business, but also in your home and leading your kids and, and putting your team first and your kids first and your clients first and all of that. How are you fueling yourself throughout the day? Now, this is a multi-part question. Again, what I eat or what I avoid might not be of any value for you to know because what I'm sensitive to or what is exacerbating my symptoms might be your rocket fuel and vice versa. Now, there are some obvious things that we could all benefit from cutting out. Processed food, sugar, you know, processed carbs, alcohol, all the things that are fun to eat, but strip you and literally strip you of your vitality and have no nutritional value. So those are kind of the obvious ones. There should be no soda. In, like, I'm, I'm totally fine being black and white with this and not saying, like, everything in moderation. No, <laughs> it's 0% serving you, and it's a 100% a detriment to you and to your kids. That's a whole other story. So I, have, I don't care. Come at me. There are things that, like, do what you want. I'm all for it. Freedom. You know me. But if you're here to talk about optimizing your health, and you're cracking open a soda or a diet soda, there's a level of just, I don't know, uh, delusion that you're living under that you can have both at the same time. It's just not true. That's, it, there are certain things that just are toxins, actual toxins, poison to the body that should be eliminated if this is a high priority for you. But if you already know that, which I'm sure many of you do, how are you fueling outside of that? It's really hard, and this could be like a 10-part podcast episode, to get the level of nutrition that we used to be able to get from our food. Even if you're buying organic food, the soil is so stripped of nutrients because of how things are grown now. And if you aren't buying organic or you're not paying attention to the ingredients or grass-fed or this or that, there's a high probability on top of not getting the nutrients from the actual veggies and fruits and meats that you're eating. They're also loaded with chemicals and pesticides that are hormone disruptors and just 
cancer-causing dangers in your body. I know it sounds like one of those, um, remember as a kid, like hearing the news in the background, it's like how your mattress is a burning, you know, in fuego of death. Tune in tonight at 6 p.m. to find out what terrible toxins are in your mattress. That's how I feel right now talking about food, but it's true. Unfortunately, I mean, that's a whole other thing that you'd, a rabbit hole that you could go down. But let's just talk at from a surface level of how are you feeling? Are you getting enough protein in your day? Are you getting enough healthy fats? Are you getting enough clean sources of vitamins that are fueling your body? It's not good to lean solely on synthetic sources of vitamins or foods that are enriched with vitamins. It's way better to get it from its original source if you can. And sometimes the issue is that your body's just not assimilating what you're taking in. So you have to pay attention to the things that your body specifically is struggling with, which is why it helps so much to have those panels to look back on and have a better understanding of. So I'm going to walk through some of the things I'm doing currently or have done that have been really supportive. And my recommendation would be to dig into them, to bring them to your functional med doc, to talk about it in the circles where there are people that you trust that know this stuff really well. I'm not, (laughs) I am by no means certified in any of this. I'm speaking from my own experiences. And like I said before, my experiences are very different from yours. I do think there are certain things that can be beneficial to everybody, like, like cutting out sugar. Like I don't know a single person that fueling their body with sugar is going to lead to a benefit, but there are other things that might be more personal to you and what you're walking through and that you might need to, you know, work through and figure out and customize to what you're facing. Right now I'm reading the book Cure. It's called Cure Your Fatigue, The Root Cause and How to Fix It on Your Own. And it's a wonderful resource to walk through and it's very eye-opening. Now I've been studying this stuff for a long time and I had a lot of cognitive dissonance reading this book because there are a lot of things that I've done and been told by many people to do even people in the functional space that were counter to this protocol. So I'm doing this protocol right now and I feel really good about it. And it's a tremendous amount of progress that I'm seeing. And he walks through the things you should be stopping in your life and the things you should be bringing in from a supplemental eating activity perspective to really support true healing and what the real root cause of that fatigue might be coming from. So I would recommend that book and read it and see, take what feels right for you. Within that, and this is something I'd already been doing, which can be really supportive and beneficial, are what are called adrenal cocktails. Unfortunately, those cocktails do not have alcohol in them, but an adrenal cocktail supports your adrenals throughout the day. I take one at 10 a.m. and one at 2 p.m., give or take. Just finished one right now. And in that, you're getting um, whole food vitamin C. So I take, um, I use fresh squeezed orange juice, and then I put in coconut water, organic coconut water, because that's loaded with potassium. So you're getting fresh whole food vitamin C plus potassium. And I also add in salt, which is really beneficial from an electrolyte and uh, adrenal perspective. And it helps to give you a natural boost versus caffeine, which leads to a crash or taxing of your adrenals. Proper supplementation. This is Something that I can't really walk you through because, like I said, it has to be so personal to you. Anytime you can get whole food supplementation, which he talks a lot about in the book, it's better than taking something from a bottle. But sometimes it's not so easy to get that. So that's something that you want to pay attention to. And that's why I said, you know, if you're buying a store-bought vitamins or anything like that, it's when I say store-bought, I mean like a CVS 
multivitamin or prenatal vitamin, any of that stuff, it's marketing. We've been deceived. It's probably not the right path. The other thing is we're being hit with EMFs, electromagnetic frequencies. Every topic I'm bringing up in this episode, I'm thinking to myself, this could be a whole series on its own. It's something worth looking into. Uh, You get exposure from everything. You know, as kids, it was like, don't stand in front of the microwave. Well, now we're carrying a more powerful microwave around in our pocket, our cell phones, and it's omitting radiation all day long and our laptop and all the things that are plugged in. So there are, there are tools you can use to kind of reduce EMFs. There are also tools you can use to read them to get a sense of how much you're getting. Um, now with the launch of things like 5G, that those EMFs are being catastrophically raised and causing major health issues. Like I felt a little literal crash the day that they you know, to kind of turn the switch for turning on the next level towers in our area. So there are also things like I wear a necklace. It's absolutely hideous, <laughs> but it is a EMF blocker. It, it kind of just tones it down a little bit. It's not going to get rid of it, but it helps because those things can lead to and are often linked to things like cancers or sickness or just many of the symptoms you might feel. It can really drag you and drain you of energy and nutrients. We've been working for years to have a toxin-free home so we don't have candles because almost all of them, even the ones that say like soy-based or essential oil-based, they don't have to disclose the chemicals that are also in them. Cleaning supplies we either make on our own or buy from companies that we trust. And things that are synthetics like clothes, for example, for the kids, when you buy pajamas that have the, uh, they're flame-resistant. That's a chemical on them that's on their skin all night, and your skin absorbs things. So any lotions that you put on or makeup or anything like that, you should look into toxin-free brands that are trustworthy. And things that off-gas, so rugs that you buy or furniture or a mattress or things like that. So that, that helps as well. And the things you can do to counter stuff like that, because you are going to, you know, you can't live in a bubble. That's the other thing. We try to also live in reality. We do what we can in the spaces we can control, like in our home, but we're also not going to be neurotic about it. We're not going to make ourselves even more sick, being stressful, trying to keep ourselves in a bubble. But there are things you can do to support, like the necklace I talked about or taking Epsom salt baths um, for detoxing. Near-infrared sauna is amazing for helping your body detox. Meditation and prayer and breathing, you'd be amazed by the power of these tools, by what it can do for your brain, which ultimately serves your body and releasing some of the stressors that are probably leading to many of the symptoms. Having more white space in your days. I know these sound trivial. Trust me, do these things for like two weeks and then come back to me. It's so powerful. If you're back to back and you're stacked in your workday and then you go into being stacked with kids, that is just not how we're designed to live. There has to be space for you to just relax and think and process and just be and just you know, I build that space into my day. So if I am having an extra hard day, I do have the space to go take a 20 minute Epsom salt bath or to go take a sauna or do something that's going to support me when I am struggling instead of having to try and push through. Coffee enemas are incredible for detoxing. Sounds horrifying, but (laughs) it works. And then I change how I work. Episode 68, 
was all about this one shift that I made that has been so powerful. When you are void of energy, when you do not have a lot of it, you really have to optimize the zones in which you do have energy. And I tend to have what we call a green zone, a period of the day for a few hours a day, usually in the morning, but after my brain's kind of woken up. So not first thing, but like from eight up through about 11 a.m. is my green zone where I am most productive and I'm most alert and I'm most focused. And I use that for the tasks that need that level of focus. I'm not going through Slack. I'm not answering my emails. I'm not on social media. I'm creating content. I'm doing the creative stuff. So how you use those energy zones is really powerful too. So that even when you are in a season of being really tired and being really taxed, you are still maximizing the minimal time you do have. So go check out episode 68 if you're not sure what I'm talking about because it will be a really powerful one for you. And then getting the right minerals. Uh, He talks a lot about this in that book I recommended. Magnesium is one that we're all, everybody, everybody is way deficient in magnesium and it's responsible for so many functions in the body. So just getting a good source of magnesium is really powerful. Whole food vitamin C, beef liver, different things like that to support your adrenals and your liver and your body to help get back to a level of functioning naturally. During this little vent session I had with Michael, (laughs) I asked him to be an ear for me. I'm like, don't go into fix it mode. Just let me get this off my chest because I've been getting so frustrated that I keep being called to these incredible things, but I don't have a body that will keep up. And similar to my conversation with God earlier, I heard really clearly, it's so you will lean on me. And as I was saying it to Michael, I was hearing that response in the moment. I was started to chuckle because I'm I'm like all fired up talking to Michael. I'm like, I can't believe it. It's so freaking annoying. I, I like, we have all these things launching. I'm so excited about them, but why won't my body show up to the party? And it was like, as I'm talking, I hear the voice saying, so you will lean on me. And it was so clear in that moment that this was designed for me. So yes, I'm giving you tools and resources and ideas as to how you can quote, fix it. But I also challenge you to look at why this is here for you. Do you trust that you are being guided? This isn't just dumb luck. This isn't just, you know, a series of bad choices that led here. Maybe that's a part of it. But how is this for you in this moment to become who you're called to be? If you know me, you know I have grit. You know that for years I would just plug away and push through the pain and figure it out and just keep going. But Where I'm being called to next is no longer about just me. It's so much bigger than me. And I feel like God knows that that's my tendency to push so hard until I make it happen. And then I can take credit for it too. And if I were just optimized physically, I would just do that. I would go, I would push, I would make it happen. And then it was my mission and my success alone. But I'm being called to something so much bigger than me that I have to do it in partnership with God, with my team, with my family, and I don't have the ability to just go it alone. So maybe my bones are kind of weary in this season because there's a message for me in that. And there's a message for me in my suffering. And there's wisdom there. And maybe I've been leaning too much on grit. And it's time for me to pay attention to the value in this season as well, as hard as that is. And there is ample evidence in the Bible, no matter what your belief system is, I feel like these stories can be really powerful. They talk about Paul, 
who, you know, many of us look to as like the creme de la creme of those leading in the mission of Christ, but they talk about at different points, and it's not super clear exactly what it was, but he had a severe affliction. Now, it could have been a physical affliction, like, uh, you know, a deformity or severe pain or a disease or something like that, or maybe um, an emotional affliction. But he talks about how that affliction was gifted to him so that he wouldn't become too conceited. So he wouldn't go too fast. So he would lean on God. So the credit would go to him. So I just think no matter what you believe or how you're you're going forward, you might have come to this episode hoping for another shortcut. And that's not what I gave you because there's more to be had here than a shortcut. There's so much more. And there's an opportunity for you to grow through this, not just in the physical growth that you can see in eliminating or working through some of these you know, lack of energy and exhaustion, which can be debilitating, but there's an opportunity for you to grow in leadership and say, how is this serving me? What am I learning? And how can I bring this to the people that I'm leading? I will continue to pray for healing for you because that is a beast of a battle to walk through when you have so much on your heart to do. And when you're, you feel like your energy just doesn't align with your ambition, but in many ways, I'm certain if you're willing to look, it can be seen as a gift as well and know that you're not alone. This is something that so many people struggle through. And oftentimes the root of it is, you know, in more of the things like stress that are causing the body trauma and its own stress kind of zapping us of our energy. So I hope you can take something good from this episode, whether it's a piece of wisdom or a next step or something to look into. But remember, be your own advocate make this a priority, and then also honor the journey and honor the process because it's designed specifically for you. I hope today's episode gave you what you needed. If it spoke to you, please leave us a review and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on the next powerful episode. And I know it's so cliche to ask for a review. It always feels weird asking for one, but you guys, that makes a huge impact on the show. We read every one of them. And it helps us get incredible guests to serve you. Don't be shy. I love connecting with our listeners. You can follow along on Instagram when I'm on there, at Eliz Hartke. And if there's a topic or a question or a guest you have for us, reach out, share your thoughts. You can connect at marketing at luminaryleadershipco.com. And we do this for you. So the more you tell us, the more we can serve you. Thanks for spending some time with me. I really do appreciate you. Tune in next week to keep building your legacy and becoming the confident visionary leader you are meant to be.